you cannot have a good relationship if you don't have a good relationship with yourself. You cannot have a good, you know, good health if you don't have a good relationship with your own health. Like it all starts with you and what your relationship is and what you're prioritizing. Everyone is always coming to life with their filters and their story. So no matter what, everyone is seeing things a little bit colored differently. to the pod it's heen what's up um i have no plan for today's episode whatsoever i just got back from maui late late last night and i've just been doing shit all day and then we leave tomorrow early morning for austin so very quick turnaround and um yeah i'm just going with the flow so i posted on my instagram on the podcast insta acting my age um, and just asked you guys what you want me to talk about. So I'm just going to like scroll through, talk about stuff and just have a good old chit chat. So yeah, that's this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into it. (sighs) Okay. So like I said, just got back from Maui last night and oh my gosh, just to give you a quick trip recap it was so 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 lovely like truly such a chill trip um Catherine's from Maui and her family's there so we went there and like we're picked up by her parents at the airport and we stayed at her sister's house and we were with her nephew James the whole time which was just so much fun I love being around like kid energy I just wish I had more kids in my life because I literally love it so much Like, I just love playing. Like, that's me. I am a kid. I love to play. Um, So James and I were just, like, tearing it up on the beach, racing and wrestling and um, swimming and doing doing all the games. Any game we could think of. Thumb war, arm wrestling, uh, rock, paper, scissors, (laughs) just literally everything. And it was so, so much fun. Um, I'm already so attached to him. Just after a week, I'm like, Oh my God, I've been thinking about him all day. I got him chalk today at the store because he's um, staying with Catherine for a month. So, which is going to be so fun because I'm going to get to see him a lot and we're going to go on some adventures all together. It's going to be so fun. But yeah, I'm just so attached to him already. I'm like, how do you nanny Catherine? Because I just, I don't know. Like I, I would feel like I would get so attached and like, I just love these little, these little souls so much can't freaking wait till I have my own kiddos. It's going to be so fun. Um, so yeah, the trip was just really nice because we were big chilling. Like we didn't have any plans really. We just did whatever, you know, made sense that day. And Catherine knows the area really, really well, like the back of her hand cause she grew up there. And so she just, you know, drove all around and we went to all the beaches and we just hung out on the beach pretty much all day, every day and got food and just had a good time. So very relaxing. Like I truly felt relaxed. I just completely left everything else in my life, like at home. And all I did was just hang out, just vibe. So that was really, really nice. Um, very, very fun, relaxing. I'm super sunburnt because the first day when we were on the beach, uh, Catherine had an eyelash appointment and James and I were on the beach for like eight hours (laughs) without an umbrella And I kept putting on sunscreen, but it just didn't help. And we both got like cooked. So that wasn't good. But 
That's okay. I'm. It's starting to turn into a tan, which is looking really good. I can't believe I'm like a whole nother version of Rohini when I'm tan. Like, what if I look like this all the time? I would be unstoppable. Absolutely unstoppable. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Something I was thinking about, though, is I didn't... I meditated the first day that I was there. Um, but all the other days, I all of my, like, regular routines and the things I like to implement. Like I didn't journal the whole time I was there. I didn't meditate. Um, I like wrote some poems on the flight there, (laughs) but it's just interesting how these things that are so important to me at home, like I just completely kind of forgot about them on a trip, which always happens. And I really want to like be mindful about what I do. Like when we go to Austin, I still want to meditate and I still want to, you know, journal and do all my, my things. But I don't know. It's like if, if it's slightly inconvenient, I just won't do it. Like, cause in the mornings we just would all get up. Calf James and I would all get up really early and just like start our day. Like we just roll out of bed and go to the beach. And I don't want to be like, Hey guys, can you wait for me? I'm going to meditate. Like, I don't know. And also James is going to be like, what's that? They want to meditate. What can I do with you? <laughs> but, and then also when we go to Austin tomorrow, um, Sage's business partner is staying at the same Airbnb as us. So I just get like, I don't know. I'm just trying to kind of analyze this for myself, I guess. Like, what is it about? Like, why don't I do it in other places? I don't know. I don't know, but I want to. So I'm going to try to do that in Austin. Um, actually really cool. One of my followers and podcast listeners, um, works at a like meditation type of lounge in Austin and they're doing a cacao ceremony while I'm there and I might go I think that'd be really really cool so hopefully I can go the only way I won't go is because it's Devin Sage's business partner's birthday that night we might be going out for dinner right at during that time but I really want to go so we'll see but I just think that's so cool and hopefully I'll be able to stop by and do something there because it sounds like a really really cool place it's called third eye meditation lounge I think if you're in the area or visiting um shout out to you so I'm so tired Um, what else is new? Oh, so my brother is having a baby. I think I've said that already. Um, they're due in August and they're having a baby blessing this week and I I won't be there in person. And I don't know if I'm going to, they're doing like where you can drop in on zoom and like watch everyone kind of hanging out. I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing that. Um, but I wrote a poem for the baby And I made like a little collage thing today and I just put that in the mail and I like watercolored the back and I printed out the poem in like a bunch of different font sizes and different fonts and like kind of glued it all over and made it look kind of, kind of artsy and then put it in a frame and and mailed it so they can hang it up, um, which was really fun and exciting. I really, I cried when I wrote the poem. I just cannot believe I'm going to be an aunt. Like what? Just because being around, especially being around Catherine with James, like that's her, that's her nephew. That's her first um, nephew. And it's just such a special bond. And it's so, so sweet. And like your aunts and uncles can have such a big impact on your life. And like, I just love hearing about people who grew up, you know, going to stay at their aunts for a month. Like what Catherine and James are doing. Like that's so, so cool. And I just hope I have a big impact on this little baby. I'm so excited. (laughs) Uh, and I'm going to be there for the birth, which is going to be fucking amazing. I've never seen birth in person. I've seen a lot of birth vlogs, but never seen real live birth. And I have a feeling it's going to completely rock my world. And I'm so excited. Um, so yeah, what other updates? I don't think there are any. 
oh man, I'm tired. Um, one thing that was really nice about being in Maui is that the time it was, uh, it's three hours, um, later than Washington, right? Or earlier, earlier. Yeah. So we would get up at like six every single morning, right on the dot. I just wake up at six naturally, um, which is nine Washington time, but it was so nice cause we'd have such a nice long day. And then I'd knock out. I literally could not stay up past 10 there. Like, just knocked out. I'd try to watch movies with Catherine, but I could not stay awake. So I got really, I really liked that schedule. I'm like, shit, if I could get up at six here every day, just roll out of bed at six, that would be so nice. Um, so definitely gonna, when we like build our designer house that we eventually have, hopefully soon, um, definitely gonna have so many windows in the bedroom because waking up with that natural light is really, really, really nice. And just the, I really liked hanging out in Maui. Like we went one other time, but it was very different vibe of a trip. Um, we went with Catherine's, Catherine and her ex and Sage and I, and it was just really, really different vibes. Like this one was just big chilling, like super homey. Um, her sister's house was so beautifully decorated and so just nice. And like there were kind of farmlands around there and all the windows would be open. And in the morning, this like really sweet, warm farm breeze would come through the curtains and it was just like so 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 nice um and we went to a bunch of really good local spots and we cooked in our home sometimes and it was really really nice so definitely would go back like I never whenever people would say like oh I just wish I could live in Hawaii or I see like all the cute you know plant-based mom hippie moms living in Hawaii I'm like yeah that sounds really cool but like I don't I can never see myself living there but this time I was like damn okay yeah I can see I can see the hype not that we would because all of our family's here, but I mean, shit, maybe, I don't know when our kids are like three and four or something, we'll just go live in Hawaii for like the summer. That'd be so cool. Who knows, man? The world is our oyster. Um, okay. So I'll just, uh, get into these questions that you guys sent or just like topics, not necessarily questions. Um, hopefully I can, uh, do an okay job because my brain is not firing on all cylinders at the moment. Ooh, this is a good one. Um, okay. How to be friends or not friends when people are at a lower frequency than you at the moment. My brother and I were actually just talking about this. Um, this is something I've kind of thought a lot about because I do feel like I've gotten very, very selective with my friends over the years, as I've kind of talked about, but it, it's also as I've like gotten more in my spiritual journey and just have gotten so curious about a lot of topics that I would say like people my age aren't really learning about, like with their free will, you know, they're not just, I don't know anybody else my age that's like voluntarily reading Carl Jung, um, which, you know, obviously that's fine. But like when I'm getting into all these topics, it, it has become interesting because I want people around that I can talk to about this and just like get it. Like I can say all this super deep kind of whack out there spiritual stuff and they're like, okay, yeah, like let's talk about this. Or they like jump in we kind of just throw ideas back and forth and really get into it. Like Catherine, you know, has never studied any of this or was never like 
I don't know. I don't know the right word, but whenever I bring up any of these things or my idea, she's always like right there. She's right on board and she's like, yeah, and that's like this, this, and this. And we always throw these ideas back and forth and kind of go out and be super imaginative. And yeah, so that's really, really cool. So I guess it has become more and more important that the people that I'm with can really meet me there in like a deep, a deep level with super deep topics very like literally like meaning of life topics. I kind of find myself talking about that often. Um, like eight out of 10 times, I'm probably talking about some really deep topic like that. And I really love my friends when they meet me there, which, you know, Emma and Stetson also are great at that. And we really bond over that, but I just do that. That's what's interesting. Like I do feel like at this point in my life, I absolutely prefer and want to prioritize hanging out with people that can meet me there. And my other friends that don't as much, like I still love them and I'll still, you know, hang out with them here and there and whatever, but it's just not as like, um, it's not as full of a friendship, I guess you could say like, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not sharing all of me or I'm not sharing my certain parts because I, I have a feeling that they will not be able to really like, yeah, meet me there. So that's not exactly what you said. You said lower frequency, but I'm just trying to think for me and like in my own life, how that's showing up. I guess it definitely depends on like what you mean by lower frequency. Like if someone's just, you know, going through a hard time and really sad and maybe like their energy is a lot lower and like, um, heavier because they're going through a lot. Like I think, you know, if, if you guys are good friends and have had a lot of good times and a great connection and friendship and all that, like it's very powerful to be the one that like stands in your truth and is solid and can help and hold your friend when they're going through something and like hold all of that for them. But of course, as I always say, life is way too damn short to surround yourself with people who drain your energy and don't fill you up in some way. So like if you have friends that are, you know, just really negative, like pessimistic, critical, all of those things, um, you know, judgmental and you're just not on that vibe, like I, you know, life is too short. Maybe it's time to distance yourself from them, which can be hard. But I think, again, one of my favorite quotes, I think I've shared this on the podcast, but if you tell the truth, you never have to remember what you said. I love that quote. So it's sometimes it's awkward with friends to like break up with them or just say, Hey, like, you know, I'm just at a different stage in my life. I thank you for all the great memories and or whatever. But if you tell the truth about it, you never have to think about what you said. You never have to try and remember because it's just the truth and you can feel that that's what was true for you. So life is just too short. It really depends on the factors, but in overall life is just too, too short. And there's also other, there's like different friends for different things sometimes, but I'm starting to get to the point where I'm like, nah, if you're not going to be able to meet me like everywhere, I'm just not, I'm not prioritizing, um, like us spending time together as much, which is totally fine. And you know, they probably don't want someone who's going to talk their ear off about Carl Jung all night either. So that's just how the cookie crumbles. And you can thank him for the memory memories that you've shared and, you know, do what feels best for you. Okay, here's another good question um, or topic. Self-care, more specifically, how to protect your energy. So, yeah, this is a really good one. Um, I feel like I need to take a quick 
nap before I can fully get into all these questions, but I'm going to try really hard. So bear with me. Um, so I think the most important thing is that we all need to recharge and like come back to ourselves in order for us to be able to fully be there for those, you know, in our lives that we're serving or that we're just, you know, being a good friend or a good wife or a good husband or whatever. Like we need to fill up our own cup before we fill up others as the saying goes. So self-care is completely, completely vital in every aspect. Like you, uh, (laughs) my brain, um, again, life is too short. Like we need to invest in ourselves most more than anything else because everything else stems from that like you cannot have a good relationship if you don't have a good relationship with yourself you cannot have a good you know good health if you don't have good relationship with your own health like it all starts with you and what your relationship is and what you're prioritizing so like resting getting enough rest is literally so important as I'm saying as someone who's very tired right now but normally I get I get a ton of sleep like I fucking sleep and not everyone needs Like everyone's different. I personally am someone that needs a lot, (laughs) a lot of sleep. Like 10 hours is my baseline. Anything like anything less than eight, I am struggling. If I get five hours, I'm fucking tired. Like I need a lot of sleep. And I always felt kind of weird and like embarrassed about that. I wanted to be someone who could just stay up late and get up early and like be fine. But I'm just not. There's no way. And I, my mom's mentioned that a bunch of times in my chart. Like it says you really need to rest or you'll get sick. And also my psychic, both of my psychics recently just said, told me that too. So like somehow that's just in my, my thing that I really need to sleep. So it's just good to know what your boundaries are and like what you really need to feel full and feel like you can, um, you know, give yourself in the ways that you want to, like how you can show up for your work or how you can show up for your partner or your friends. Like what do you need in order to be able to fully show up for them? For me, good, good rest and sleep is definitely number one. Also alone time. I need a lot of alone time. I love alone time. Like just sitting in my office by myself reading or outside or on a walk, um, is really, really nourishing for me. So I definitely would recommend, you know, finding out what works for you. But more specifically, how to protect your energy. I think the best way to protect your energy is to be grounded in yourself, first of all, which again is like filling up your own cup so you are present and grounded in yourself and your needs. Um, And then you can kind of set the boundaries that you need to set. And then also like if you want to do some more like techniques, I guess, to protect your energy, like your physical energy, their energy around your body. Um, there are a few things that I like to do. So I have this essential oil from young living. My mom used to, um, sell young living essential oils. She's literally an essential oil mom and I fucking love that for her, but, uh, it's called white Angelica. I think is what it's called. It smells heavenly. And it's actually really sad because the bottle exploded, uh, on the plane and the entire bottle, dripped all over my suitcase, which my suitcase smells really good, but that was expensive and now it's gone and I used to use it every day. So that's sad, but I just need to order more. So anyway, I would put like two drops of white Angelica in my palms and rub them together and then kind of move them over my head and over my shoulders and just around my body, like over my aura basically. And, um, 
I do that right in the morning. And then when I meditate also, um, I, you can, so basically this is a pretty common technique. You put white light around yourself so you can, um, surround, like you have your eyes closed and you, um, ask to be surrounded with white protective light. And you can also place an energy barrier around yourself. Like it helps me to physically do it with my hands and kind of place it down so you can kind of feel the energy. So like if you're meditating, you say, okay, I like, I place this white light energy barrier around myself, this energy shield. And then I place another protective shield over that. And like, you can kind of say what these shields do. So it's like any negative energy will just reflect and bounce off of the shield and my energy will be safe and held within this shield and, or this bubble. There's really a lot, like you can just find whatever works for you. But, um, I've read that I've had, um, multiple psychics tell me to do white light protection in the morning. Um, cause it just keeps like, keeps your energy yours and it doesn't, it allows you to not absorb other people's energy. Um, and then another technique I learned from my psychic is to, uh, again, you can close your eyes, especially like if you were doing, let's say you're doing some energy work and you were like doing a reading for someone else, or if you just had a really deep heart to heart with a friend or a loved one, or just a situation where you really absorbed a lot of energy from someone else, like maybe they're really sad or really upset or anxious or whatever it is, and you can just feel that and you absorb that from them. A good way to kind of break that energy is to close your eyes and rub your palms together, like rub your hands together, like how you kind of heat them up. I think you can probably hear me doing it. And then you um, just break it. Put your left hand towards your heart and then your right hand away. So you're kind of like, like breaking that energy. And, um, that was another technique that I learned. I'm trying to think what else. A great way too, is just honestly to journal, journal out your intentions for the day and like create a little phrase that works for you. Like my energy is mine and my energy is sacred. I do not absorb negative energy or, um, you know, scattered energies from others. I have a white light shield protection around me you know, I have an energy bubble. I do not absorb others energy. Like you can really just say those things and kind of visualize it. And that definitely helps me. Um, and is a pretty well-known tactic for that. There's, I'm sure a lot of other ways, but the best, honestly, the very, very best way for me, if I'm like totally up in the clouds or totally have someone else's energy, um, do things that are very grounding. So like you can drink a nice grounding tea or you can get barefoot and get out in nature. Like literally if it's just your backyard, get your foot, your feet in some dirt and some grass and just close your eyes and imagine yourself grounding into the earth and like grounding roots into the ground. Um, I said ground so many times, but you know what I mean? So yeah, those help me a lot. Hopefully that answered your question. That was a long, long answer. Sorry. Um, but yeah, protect your energy girl. beautiful ladies. I think you guys know by now I love feeling empowered in my femininity. And guess what? Flex just brought that to a whole new level. Empowered and big chilling on my period, not worrying about bleeding on my favorite undies. Sign me up. Do you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet? Look no further, fam. Flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. 
First, there's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and holds as much flow as three super tampons. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any other period product you've seen before. And even better, ladies, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. I don't know about you all, but sex during that time of the month really hits different for me. Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. And 60% of users found that using the Flex disc reduced their period cramps. If you want to go zero waste and have the planet love you even more, pick up their Flex Cup, a 100% reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes just like a tampon. It's so easy, you already know how to use it. It's velvety soft, completely body safe, and made with beginners in mind. Switching to the Flex Cup has changed the game for me. Say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash actingmyage and use code actingmyage for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup, plus free U.S. shipping. That's code actingmyage at flexfits.com slash actingmyage. great question i i just oh i wonder if i have it written down i just heard a really good quote about this the other day hopefully i can remember it someone said please talk about how to trust yourself when you feel called to something so so it's in the book the more beautiful world our hearts know is possible by charles eisenstein this is just kind of pertaining to that i'll i'll talk about it after so this is an excerpt from the book It is not ours to decide what is true or possible. Some teachings ask us to start by creating a vision, but this is mistaken. The proper way to start is to receive a vision. I call it the vision of that which wants to be born. Not having invented it ourselves, we sense that it has a beingness of its own. Doubts may still assail us, but under the doubts there will be a knowing that comes from having seen something. The doubts arise arise from the wounds I've mentioned herein. The repeated betrayal of our idealism, the crushing of our spirit, the effects of the relentless ugliness of industrial society. We think, what if I'm just a fool? What if I don't deserve such a blessing? What if humanity doesn't deserve it? What if we missed our chance? What if something beyond my control happens to ruin it? Indeed, the more beautiful the vision, whether for oneself or the world, the more painful the doubts that arise. The radiance of that which wants to be born illuminates the shadows, bringing them into the light of awareness that they may be healed. I suggest becoming sensitive to the difference between these doubts and the secret sober knowledge that you are fooling yourself. So my favorite part from that was the vision of that which wants to be born, not having invented it ourselves. We sense it has a beingness of its own. So for me, when I feel called to something, going with that notion like this isn't actually me. This is its own entity, this own vision that it that wants to be born and wants to come into the world. And it's just simply using me as a vessel. And I'm like, if this is something that benefits the world and it's going to make the world a better place, even in the littlest bit, or if this is like towards a higher good or this, this more beautiful vision of the world, um, it's worth my time to do it. And it's just, you know, like I'm just the messenger. I'm not, I'm just carrying along the message, the message. Um, So if it feels like something, like if I have an idea that really feels like true, like really true for me, 
and it true for this better, more beautiful vision of the world that's going to really like uplift or just, it just feels really right. I, I just kind of surrender to that vision and, and, um, consider myself just as a vessel that can move it along. So like if it's just for the good, you know, if it's for good, then I can trust that it's part of this higher purpose and higher vision. So for instance, like starting, even starting a cafe, like I imagine the people there that are enjoying really nutritious, local, delicious food that fuels their bodies and they laugh and they have good conversations and they make good memories and they're, you know, immersed in a beautiful space and they just are allowed to really just be and be present and be there. That's so beautiful. Like I have such, I have so many good memories in, in cafes. Every single time I go in a cafe, I have a wonderful time and it just really is such a lovely experience. And like, holy fuck, do we need more of those? We, the world needs infinite more possibilities to have wonderful experiences. So like if I'm, you know, the vessel that creates this cafe where these people can come and create these more beautiful experiences, like that's fucking awesome. And I might as well try, you know, if I try and it doesn't work, then like, okay, it doesn't work. But I tried because I believe that it was a good idea and it was going to help in some way. So I think that's kind of how I look at it. Like, you know, those, ah, there's another saying too, like it, if it's, if it's true, it'll happen with or without you. Like that kind of saying, like these ideas will happen with, if they're meant to come to fruition, they will happen with or without you. So you might as well, you know, give it your best shot. And if you think it's something that you really feel called to do, you should do it. If you feel in your heart of hearts, like this, damn, this is it. Like I should really try this. You should do it. And you know, we don't have to have all the steps in place to do it. And it doesn't have to be perfect. But if, if it's, if it's a perfect vision for us, even with all its flaws, but it's something that feels really great and wonderful for us. Like, I think it's, it's worth, it's worth trying out. Hopefully that answered your question. (laughs) It's a good thing to think about. Um, okay. Here's another great one. Advice on how to stop caring about what others think and start living your life. Crying, smiling face emoji. Um, raise hands emoji, heart emoji. (laughs) Um, so let's see, what's my advice? I honestly feel like this has kind of crept up on me. Like I've stopped focusing on it. I've stopped focusing on stopping caring what other people's people think about me. And it just has kind of happened. Like I've just started to realize like, damn, I really don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what other people think about me. Um, And I had a really, I don't know if, I don't think I already shared this, but I had a coaching call with um, my like spiritual mentor and I shared um, some like really vulnerable stuff. And um, he said something that really resonated. It's like, don't take compliments to heart and don't take criticism to heart. Like none of it's really like none of it really matters. Like, yes. Okay. It's very nice to get a compliment and that's lovely to empower and uplift people. But like it shouldn't sway. None of these things should sway you one way or another. A criticism shouldn't sway you from your truth and neither should a compliment because you know, if you're really believing all these compliments and getting your ego all gassed up, like that's not really your truth either. Um, 
I hope this makes sense. So it's like either way you should be this, you know, tree, like rooted in the ground in your purpose and in who you are. And like, yeah, maybe you'll blow in the breeze a little bit when the compliment comes your way and, you know, people are hyping you up and maybe it'll like a little branch will fall if someone tries to tear you down, but you're still rooted and like you still know who you are and your purpose and like what you have to offer. And obviously that's much easier said than done, but I guess I'm trying to think of other things that have really helped me. I guess also just being able to see firsthand like what pain and anger and guilt and being scared like fear does to people just in terms of like you know me getting a bunch of comments and people um saying you know terrible things to me and about me and all these things and trying to tear me down like just seeing it's like it's literally a virus like that's the real virus is this this like pain and fear and like deep loneliness that so many people online have and like once you see that you could just it's like I imagine as just this like black goo like ooze just kind of like spreading spreading over the world and it's so scary and it makes me like oh god makes me want to like just do everything I can to stop it and if that means that I just simply ignore everything mean that someone says or like these it's just like okay so here's a really perhaps scary visual of how I see it and this obviously I'm taking your question a little bit farther you probably didn't mean it exactly like this but hopefully I can make it all make sense so basically I'm (laughs) I imagine this black like ooze taking over and I'm just imagining someone you know, on their phone or on their computer and this like black smoke or whatever comes over them and they just like, there's just things turn and I just imagine their heart just being like guarded and they just look really scared and they're just like dark and scared and their heart's guarded and they just start ripping. They rip on social media, they rip on their friends and their family and their loved ones and they just, they just are like unleashing this black goo and smoke every way that they possibly can because it's like infected them and that's the only way that they can feel you know good because once when you feel really bad the only way to feel better is by bringing someone else under you because if they're under you then at least you know at least you're above them you might feel like shit but like hey at least you're a little bit above them at least there's someone else under you that probably feels worse so Once you see that, and that's like the darkest level of, I think, you know, judgments from others is like attacks and criticism and hate, but there's lots of levels. And like, ultimately you're only going to go one way or another. Like if you started that train of judging others and commenting about them or talking shit about them, sending them to your friends and like, you know, saying, Oh, look at this person, whatever it is, like, you know, there's it's a slippery slope and there's only one way to go and obviously you can always bounce back and go the other way but like I think once you realize where people are on this scale of like taking out their pain and anger and hurt on and fear mostly fear on other people you can kind of let go I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping this makes sense, but it's like it, it, the quote, like it, it has nothing to do with you. 
or what what is it like I don't know exactly what the quote is, but basically like what these people are saying about you really has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. And that's just the, that's just the fucking truth. Um, and maybe if there's something that resonates in there for you, then maybe that's something to like look at and address. But the bottom line is that anyone who wants to enact actual change will not do go about it in a malicious bullying hateful way like that's just it's just not not how it goes <laughs> that's that's not a good way to enact change so if they're coming from a place of pain and hate that's just where they're coming from so you can be the person that just stands in the light and stands in your truth and um doesn't even acknowledge doesn't even acknowledge that because it doesn't help to feed it and like it just again imagine this black smoke like if i were to try to you know whatever clap back at someone which I have done in the past and it made me feel terrible and I regret every single time I've ever tried to clap back at someone online like I deeply regret it it just it it infected me with that black smoke too so just going down into that darkness does not help at all in my opinion so sorry this was really a big tangent on that but basically Everyone is always coming to life with their filters and their stories that they tell themselves about about themselves and about others too. So no matter what, everyone is seeing things a little bit colored differently. Like everyone has a certain filter on life. And and those filters are a direct um, response to their upbringing and their environment. So it had nothing to do with you. Your, that upbringing, that environment, and those filters were nothing to do with you. They're just simply, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a good way to put this, but, you know, if you want to wear, like, a cool-ass, funky-ass outfit and post it on Instagram, maybe it's a little scandalous and you're worried about what, like, people in your hometown are going to think or, you know, if someone's going to judge you or someone's going to make fun of your outfit or, like, you know talk badly about your body or whatever it is like every single thing that led that person up to that moment to say something negative had nothing to do with you it's simply just this photo that is triggering them to do it like everything else all that shit years and years of baggage had nothing to do with you so really this comment has nothing to do with you either hopefully that makes sense so it really doesn't fucking matter I guess is what I'm trying to say like if you can just own your shit and be like this is me man whatever wherever like whatever you're doing, that's cool. But like I'm doing me, I'm, I'm a tree and I'm rooted in this fucking earth and I'm going to post my slutty Instagram pictures. And I really don't care what you think because I'm doing me. So I was a, I don't know if I really hit the, hit the point home there, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I did, but you got this man. Like confidence is the most wonderful, beautiful trait. I think any of us can have just confidence in our truth and like in who we are it's so powerful and it's so magnetic and it just is, it just is also super abundant too. Like once you have this confidence, you can instill, help instill confidence in others too and like encourage other people. So it's really, it's, it's pretty awesome. You got this girl. Oh, here's a good one. Um, I'm interested to know Sage's reaction to your spiritual awakening and if he's on board. Um, great question. Sage is, he's definitely on board, like in terms of supporting me and like, he's, he really sees the value in what I'm doing. And like, we've been having really awesome deep conversations and I don't know if I already 
said this, but like he's not personally getting into all of this stuff as much as I am right now. It's just not the phase of life that he's in, but he's definitely open to like talking about it all with me. And he, you know, I show him my poetry and I tell him about my meditations and all that, this stuff. And he's like very open to it just because also he was kind of raised around this type of thing too. But we did do um, acid <laughs> the other weekend and it was fucking amazing. It was literally so fun. One of the funnest experiences I've had. I'm not encouraging anyone to do drugs, but I'm just simply sharing my experience. Um, again, I'm really glad I'm doing this as an adult, not as a kid. So if you guys are younger, like in high school or anything, I really, you know, would recommend waiting until you're older because it really you know, it can get pretty deep and sometimes dark and you don't want to like really mess around with that until you have a good foundation in my opinion. So anyway, but we were, you know, on acid having a wonderful time and we were um, laying in our tent talking about like super, super, super deep stuff for hours and hours. And he was having a lot of like really deep spiritual revelations that he wouldn't really have normally because, um, acid really opens up your third eye, I guess, in a way. Um, which is interesting. Cause I actually, I don't really have, like I had a really, really fun time and it was so beautiful and like nature looked crazy and the trees were breathing with me and the, the river and the rocks. And it, I just had such a good time, but my like third eye and my like connectedness to this, like or to source, I guess, like what I can connect to pretty easily in meditation when I'm like channeling, I couldn't, I couldn't really connect to it, it that much on acid. Cause I was just so like high <laughs> and so out of my body. I don't know, but, but for other people who don't really connect normally sober ever, then like acid can be a good you know, stepping stone to get into it because it opens you up in a way that you haven't been opened up before. But for me, I've already been opened up very widely sober. So I feel like I didn't really like do anything in that aspect, but that was also just my first experience. So I've heard a lot of um, amazing stories about, about it. So anyway, um, we had this really deep talk and Sage was like, Oh, I think I, you know, I, I think I understand what the soul is. And like my, um, I don't, I don't even, I don't even remember all of it, but it was really deep and it was super, super cool. And we were just talking about it for hours and hours. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And he was starting to, he was like coming to all these conclusions of things, um, like this just really solid, like truths of the universe and our spirits and our souls and all these things. Like he was just coming to these conclusions on his own. Like I hadn't necessarily told him any of them. And so we were talking about that and it was really, really cool. And I just got this like window peek into what, you know, the future can hold. Cause he's definitely, he's like a very deep guy and he thinks things really, really, really deeply. And in his chart it says he's going to be very spiritual or he is very spiritual, but he just hasn't gotten into that yet. So anyway, um, the future is very bright and I'm very excited and just lucky that I have a partner who's super down and open. Someone asked if I could talk about psychedelics. <laughs> so yeah, I just did a little bit. We've been uh, having some fun times. This is my party summer. I've declared that to everyone. I'm like, mom, dad, this is my party summer. All my friends. Um, Cause yeah, I'm just feeling good and I'm feeling really wild and free. And like, I really like it. And I just want to lean into that this summer because we don't have too many more summers left until we have kids. So 
yeah we have so many fun things planned this summer like holy fuck we have a farm rave planned and i'm so excited i just got my outfits in the mail today for them for that but it's gonna be fucking epic like we're literally having a rave on the farm with like professional speakers and lights and dj equipment and real djs and like costumes and black lights and it's literally gonna be so fucking fun and we're all gonna (laughs) be not sober definitely definitely not sober and it's i'm so excited we're literally gonna dance all night (laughs) i can't wait i cannot wait okay here's another good one what do you believe happens when you die do you believe in god i definitely believe in god um and you know source energy i'm I've kind of started, I don't know. Like, I definitely believe in God. I believe in just like a source consciousness that is a higher consciousness that like all knowing, all seeing, all loving consciousness, which I suppose is God. Um, I'm just, yeah, I guess that things are becoming a little redefined for me, but, um, like when someone prays to God, I definitely believe there's someone or something listening, if that makes sense. So anyway, what do you believe happens when you die? Um, I believe that for the most part, a lot of us are reincarnated. I believe our souls are reincarnated or our souls are the same and we're reincarnated in new bodies until we basically, you know, we're learning lots of lessons and there's a purpose that our soul is here for. And I think, um, you know, reaching enlightenment is the final, you know, reincarnation. So like, I don't think my dad's going to come back another round. I think he's probably going to be a guide. So there's a lot of different thoughts on this. Like people have different thoughts, ways of thinking, but there are spirit guides and there are ascended masters and there are all these, um, things. So basically if you, your soul can kind of like be done on earth doing the work like they did the soul did the community service hours on earth and then now they are you know enlightened and they are can be a spirit guide or a guide so I think that's pretty cool and I definitely believe in that like I'm I'm sure I'm going to be reincarnated you know a few more times and apparently I'm a star seed soul which is another whole nother topic but I think it's pretty, I don't know. I, I, I haven't fully kind of fle- flushed out, fleshed out. I don't know the right, fleshed out um, this whole concept because it's very, there are lots of different theories that all make sense to me. So I'm like, hmm, what do I actually believe? Because I absolutely believe that once someone dies, their spirit is always with you and you can always contact them. So I'm like, so, but if, so let's say someone's grandma dies and like I can still let's say my grandma died. She did. And I can still, you know, contact her and communicate with her. But then what if like theoretically isn't her soul reincarnated in another body? So then that gets into a whole nother thing. Cause then that's like parallel universes, multi dimensions all happening at the same time, like a bunch of different timetables all happening simultaneously, which if, I don't know if you guys have gotten into that yet, but Oh my God. I'm just like tiptoeing on that. And it just gets, it's like, whoa. But I mean, again, I'm just so open. Like, why not? Why not? Things get pretty crazy when you really get into it because 
time is like not even a real thing. Time is a construct. I don't know, man. So I guess I don't really have a fully fleshed out answer for that question, but it's a really good question and lots of, lots of thoughts come to mind and I will keep you posted as things go on. But I definitely believe that we're just, it's just a meat suit, just a bag of bones. And you know, once that body's gone, I believe this essence, this soul continues on in one shape or another, um, for sure. So yeah. And I really don't, I'm not scared of, I'm not scared of dying. Like, I don't want to die right now because I'm excited to live life, but I'm not scared of dying at all, which is cool. I don't think I really have ever been like, I get scared of like, I get scared of driving over bridges because I have a feeling I died in over like going off a bridge in a past life because I get really, really, really scared. And literally every time I go on one, I imagine myself dying. So I think that's probably what that is. But the actual like act of dying doesn't really scare me at all for some reason because I just know like this isn't this isn't this isn't it like it's it's infinite you know this is just one body and it's an awesome body and I love it but the soul shall go on in my opinion um okay a lot of people ask kind of I got a lot of questions um I I clearly need to do some more episodes like this when I'm more with it because there's a lot of good questions but um, how to build a positive energy. A lot of people were asking like how to, you know, improve your mood, improve your energy, become more positive. Um, and the first thing that came to mind is honestly just really surrounding yourself with positive types of media. I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my mind, but we are very sensitive souls and we do absorb a lot of, a lot of energy. So like if you watch really, dark scary shows like um I don't know what's like um Law and Order SVU and it's like super heavy and really scary and like ooh fucked up like super dark you really pick up that energy like subconsciously or not I I know whenever I watch shows like that or movies or even read a book that's like really dark I'm completely I've completely absorbed that energy and I I feel different like if I'm reading a book or watching a show where they're really sassy and mean and kind of bitchy like I'm like bitchy afterwards and I I don't know like you really absorb these energies and so if you want to be more positive um just start being really mindful of like what you're actually consuming because we soak in all of that just like you know little kids do so do we we soak in all the things that we consume and if we're listening to like really derogatory rap music all day which don't get me wrong I love I fucking love rap music and I will totally get down but like if that's what you're listening to all day every day that can get kind of heavy so it really depends like I have a playlist that's just super super beautiful like spiritual music like flute music and really beautiful lyrics like uplifting lyrics that are full of positive affirmations um trevor hall if you guys know him he has a lot of really beautiful music that have really nice uplifting um lyrics so like just think about that subconsciously okay i'm I'm just trying to find a song that has like that i like that has kind of whack lyrics i'm just thinking i'm just going through my playlist and like <laughs> bouncing on my dick by tyga <laughs> got a badass bitch just bouncing on my dick bouncing on my dick bam bouncing on my dick she bad than a motherfucker bouncing on my dick like yeah that's kind of a banger song but if you listen to that all day like <laughs> and there's a bunch of other like truffle butter Nicki minaj um 
throw some mo trap queen i don't know there's a lot of fun songs but like if you listen to that all day you're absorbing those lyrics all day or for instance like um let's see what's this song i have here this is a trevor hall song called without expectation let me see trying to think of what the good way the lyrics are i don't even remember <laughs> my brain's so dead but anyway you get the point the media that you consume even if it's like subliminal in the background is really it's really impactful like if you have the news on all the time fucking cnn going on and on about all the covid deaths you're gonna you're absorbing that it's it's very very hard on you to be absorbing fear or anger or you know, rage or jealousy or bitterness or whatever it is, sadness all day long through media, like it really does uh, impact you in my opinion. So surrounding yourself, being coming more conscious and like mindful of what you're actually consuming really helps a lot. And that also goes with your relationships and your friends too. Like we kind of talked about earlier, if people are kind of vibing on a low vibe, very negative, very critical, very jealous and judgmental, uh, it'll probably end up bringing you down in some ways too. So just be really careful about that and, um, choose, choose joy. I made an Instagram post about that, like choose joy, you know, even when it's hard, you still can choose it. Uh, people have gone through so like humans just go through so much hard stuff and it's like, doesn't seem like, you know, we should keep going or doesn't like you hear stories about people and you're like, Oh my God, how are they still standing? Like they've gone through everything, like everything horrible and terrible. They've gone through that, but like here they are and they're a wonderful person and they're uplifting and they smile and they love. And like, you can choose that even if it's as simple as just telling yourself that and you don't believe it yet, but you still consciously say that to yourself. Like I choose joy I choose positivity, even if the whole rest of your body's like, fuck, no, you don't, bitch. Like, life sucks. Then you go, okay, well, I still choose it. And you just keep, keep going and keep choosing it and surrounding yourself with things that uplift you. And surrounding yourself with things that make you excited about life and like being alive, whether that's a favorite drink or a favorite food or a good book or you know, getting your nails done or going on a trip or laughing with your friends or going on a bike ride or going on a walk or playing with crystals, <laughs> literally whatever it is, um, choose it, you know, choose it over and over and over again. So I literally feel like I'm going to fall asleep, right? Meow. My eyes are like half shut right now. Um, so I think I'm going to end it out. There's a lot more good questions, but uh, I'm sorry. I can't answer all of them, <laughs> but, um, maybe I'll try to answer the rest in next week's episode or something. Not quite sure. This month is a bit crazy. This whole summer is going to be a bit crazy. So I need to get my act together and make sure I have all these podcasts lined up for you guys. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, we had like a record download 
uh, day on the podcast the other day. I had like the most downloads in one day I've ever, 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 ever had. Um, and the downloads seem to be going up a lot. Like I just checked today and the podcast is doing really well. So I'm really excited, which means there's a lot more of you guys listening, um, which I'm so happy and honored about and just so yeah, grateful to be spending time with you all. So with that, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. I also updated the podcast description. Um, I, I don't know if you guys saw it. I, I posted that on the Instagram. Let me find it. So here's a new description. This podcast is a space for open minds and open hearts. Rohini curiously explores the woo-woo woo woo <laughs> as she embarks on her spiritual awakening in real time. With a strong theme of self-love, sovereignty, and feminine empowerment, this podcast aims to catapult listeners into an imagining of the most beautiful life they can dream up. Self-improvement tools are shared so listeners can feel empowered to go after their dreams with full on, t- on uh, authenticity, presence, and love. If you're looking to have your inner truth emboldened, come step into this space of vulnerability as listeners share their deepest musings each week. Get ready for deep love for the planet, creation, humans, and yourself. See you next Wednesday. So that's cool. Um, I'm happy with how that came out. I wrote it right after our meditation. <laughs> so, you know, things were flowing. Um... God damn, I'm so tired, you guys. I wish, I'm like, I wish we were hanging out right now and you guys could see me right, right, right meow. Um, also, if you could see me, you could see that I'm wearing the podcast merch, the sweatshirt, which is so cute. And that's going to be coming really, really soon. I don't have a date yet, but very, very soon. Like, I can't imagine it's going to be more than a month that it comes. So I will be working on that. And I'm literally so excited for you guys to have it. Um, I posted the shirt, kind of just sneak peek of the shirt on my main Instagram, it seemed like a lot of you were very excited. It says, all we have is a present on the t-shirt and the back is super cute too. So, ah, I love it. So, so many fun things happening. Hope you guys are enjoying the start of your summer. I cannot believe that it's summer already. It's going to be a fun fucking summer. Um, yeah, I just love you so much. Thank you for listening. Ah, if you guys are having a rough time right now, just you know, sending you all my love. Um, you got this. I believe in you. You're stronger than you think. And a quote that I really liked, um, that I sent today to the texting peeps, my, my peeps on texting, um, was just because things could have been different. It doesn't mean they'd be better. And then I said, sometimes we can't see why things are happening to us until later. So if you're having a hard time right now, keep that faith. Um, and yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. (laughs) 